I'm single right now. I'm wearing my crown. I'm walking in purses. I got me now. I'm single right now. I'm wearing my crown. I'm walking in purses. I got me now. Auntie, and you're tuned into Single Lives Matter. A podcast. A podcast about singles. A podcast encouraging singles to find contentment in the season that they're in. I have a brain fart for a moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're here again for the people. Um, we have Silent but deadly with us today. Where did they come from? Jordans. AKA Jazz the Baddie. AKA Jazz Chanel. AKA um, Prestige. AKA, um, I used to call her Jazzy Faye in high school. She told me, don't you ever call me that again. <laughs> but we got Jazz back with us, y'all. Whoop, whoop. All right. You got any? Words to say, Jess? What's new in your life? Nothing. Since Working you school. The same. How many years you got left? A year and a half. Dang. Mm-hmm. Like, how long you been in school? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's not a long time. That'll fly by. I hope so. Well, this is my last semester of school. After that, it's just like all field work. And you can't do that out here? I can. I can do it wherever. But I'm going to do it in Cincinnati. Where's Cincinnati? Oh, I am. Oh, Tulsa. Tulsa is in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to be like, oh, I'll come and see you. I can see faster. Mike Todd. No. Mm-hmm. You can still come see me. <laughs> What's in Ohio? <laughs> Cincinnati, Cleveland. What? What is that? How far is that from Cabbage? What? It's far. It's like two hours from Indianapolis. You're going to move to Ohio, huh? Mm-hmm. Temporarily, just for 12 weeks. Oh. And then, what are you going to finish the, where are you going to finish the rest? I don't know yet. I haven't been placed. Oh, you have to be placed every 12 weeks? Mm-hmm. That sounds expensive. They paying for that? Mm-hmm. Oh. You're getting paid by your rent, It takes the place to rent, though. Mm-hmm. It takes the place to rent. Like, I don't have to, well, I have to pay rent, but it ain't the same amount of rent as my apartment. Like so, you're going to end your lease mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Oh. 12 weeks. How many months? Is it two months? Mm-hmm. No, that's not two no, months. No, that's not two months. It's that's almost. Months. It's like June, July. Well, it depends. Two weeks because... out of May. You got to pick, pick up and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back on topic. Mm, I don't like the idea of that, but um, sounds like something I should get paid. By the time I get to Cincinnati, you gonna be in New York. Mm. I'm definitely not going to New York. Now, if you go to New York, I might come visit you. <laughs> no, I'm trying to go to Texas. Ah, Texas. That's basic. Go somewhere else. You can always mm. go to Texas. I want to go somewhere and live rent free. I got family there. Oh. I always see them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll see some new faces. And the gem of the week is keep God first, and you'll never be last. 
And that means keep God first in your um, friendships, in your careers, and in just your, well, I guess I say it's friendships, but all relationships and in just life in general. Oftentimes we, um, you know, we might not prioritize God being first and we wonder why things begin to fall apart. But if we keep God first, keep him at the center of each and everything um, and seek his counsel above anyone else's, then you'll never be last. Um, you'll find yourself walking in doors where you couldn't have done it alone, but because you kept him first. You're there. Hmm. For a while, a lot of things. That I've done in the past, let's make this clear, have failed because I didn't let God guide me. I let myself guide me. Yep. Oftentimes, we have our own agenda and we never see God as far as <laughs> what his plans are. And that's why ours falls apart. Because mm. that was never designed for you in your life. You that's chose it. My plans aren't. Let my plans be your plans. No, let your plans be my plans. Not me, that's how I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should be the other way around, guys. We shouldn't pray, Lord, you know, go by my plans. No. <laughs> let your you need done. to surrender to his plans. <laughs> exactly. Thine will be done. Not mine. Right. How do you feel about that, Jared? Sorry. Um, yes, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Well, whenever I feel like I'm faced in like hard situations, you know, you always be like, who should I call or something of that nature. And I'll be like, man, I really need to pray about this situation. Or I'm like, when is God going to get back with me about this situation? <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, he always shows up on time, but... I definitely think about that, especially, like, where I'm at right now. Um, hold on. I'm sorry. I know. You get what I'm saying? Like, thinking about where I am right now, I'm like, it's no way I could have did this alone. Uh -huh. So, mm -hmm. I know that was, like, which I definitely need to get back to that. But that was the season of, like, heavy prayers and um Those were seeds that you planted. God. And so now you're reaping the harvest. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, oftentimes, um, and it can be easy, especially within our culture today. You just, when something's not going right, you pick up the phone and you might call your best friend, or I call, mm -hmm. or you call your mom, mm -hmm. or your sister, or someone, or a boyfriend, a girlfriend, um, and just want to dump your worries and your cares on them. But to be honest, they can't fix it. Right. They can make you feel better momentarily, but they can't fix your problems. Only God can. So, um, at one point, I would grab my phone and call. Like, if I pick up the phone, I might call my mom or my sister. And then they wouldn't answer. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, God. Mm -hmm. That was your way of telling me wrong number, mm -hmm. wrong person. <laughs> and I still struggle with that because I'd be like, especially with something heavy, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I need to talk to a guy. And I do, and I'd be like, feel like I need to tell someone or something Somebody like else. Yeah. No, nobody else. Unless you're sharing a test. I might share with you after, 
look what God did. This was all him. But, I mean, it's okay to share, but that shouldn't be the first person you went to. Um, definitely. My mom is like, my go-to. And sometimes I'll call my mom and she'll start talking. I'm like, mom, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And it ain't not trying to be rude. It's just that I forgot. I'm not supposed to be talking to you. I'm supposed to be talking to my maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, today we're going to talk about God and relationships. Um, basically, what does your relationship look like with God in a relationship versus your relationship with God not being in a relationship. Or like your relationships excluding God. Yes, your relationships excluding God. That's what I mean. <laughs> that that part. <laughs> so, um, I noticed that in my past, <laughs> I've done a lot of things without <laughs> the Lord. And I've seen them go very badly as far as whether it was a friendship being ruined, um, a bad breakup, mainly because I didn't keep God in the center of it all. So can you name a time where a relationship went south because you didn't keep God in the center of it? I definitely can which I'm pretty sure I've told y'all this. But, um, I mean, my one of my past relationships, I felt, like, convicted about some of the things that I was doing and then, um, like, trying to uh, seek a relationship with God at the same time, and it just wasn't working because the other person didn't, have the same type of relationship or goal of having the type of relationship that I wanted with guys. So then, of course, it was very toxic. And that just led to the end of the uh, relationship and friendship. But, um, sorry. That's just one time that I have dealt with that. So vague, Jess. Um, well, I was, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I was <laughs> convicted see, by the things that I was doing. And I'm trying to live or trying to have a relationship with God at the same time. It's like, it was conflicting. It mm-hmm. wasn't working. And time to release. Um, nothing good was coming from it. So, and I just feel like whenever I feel convicted about something, then I genuinely cannot do it. Like, I try. I try hard sometimes. I noticed that um, for me, now where I'm in my in my life, for those who I am still friends with, um, because we don't hold the same relationship in Christ, I notice there's distance between us. Not necessarily because I don't love them anymore. It's because we're not growing on the same level. So therefore, you know, we separate. Um, what is it? Water, water and oil don't mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, that's what's happening. But at the same time, I still love and pray for them from a distance. 
But back then, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'd be like, that's my friend. They gonna be there for me. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, where they at now? Or maybe it was me. I don't know. It could have been me because I wasn't in the same headspace. Mm-hmm. I could have been the issue. But I'm, I've learned. I'm still learning. What about you, T? Can you describe a time where God not being in the center of a relationship, whether it be friendship, actual relationship, etc., where things didn't go as planned? So what I'm thinking is, you're saying God not being in the center of the relationship, but, um, I mean, prior to... Me graduating from college, God was in the center of my life. So, yeah, a lot of relationships didn't go right. It wasn't... If God isn't at the center of your life, how can he be at the center of relationships? Mm. Ooh. You know? So, um, for that reason, I may not have identified that, oh, it's because God is not at the center of it. But God allowed um, several friendships every single year to fall apart because... <laughs> every single year to fall apart but it was in a way it looked like um I don't know it looked like a bad thing but it, now that I look back it was almost like he was protecting me because they were friends that I shouldn't have been with in, to begin with so well not not to say they were bad people <laughs> but yeah, correct. not to say they were bad people not at all but they did not bring me closer to God mm. um and sometimes if you're not in the right headspace, being surrounded by people, genuine people, um, you know, who are loving and supportive, but yet they don't have a relationship with God either, that's not going to help you. No, they're just good people. You know, yeah, they're genuine and good people. Still love them. But our lifestyles aren't leading us to God. So, therefore, I love you, but I can't hang out with you. I can't do the same things that I used to do with you because at the end of the day um, I want to be pleasing to God, not you. Oftentimes we live to please friends or people or whether it be a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but that ain't going to get you to heaven. Instagram. (laughs) Right. That's definitely a struggle for me. Instagram? No. Like being pleasing to people? Instagram. Or not even being pleasing to people. Okay. I don't. I rarely post a picture. All right. We, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, um. Oh, I was saying that I struggle with that sometimes. Like, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I have attachment issues, but. I. You know what? I'm glad you said the word attachment because now that you say it to a point, I do have attachment issues, but I call it being loyal. And I think we get that confused. We say, oh, I'm a loyal. I'm a ride or die for No, you attach. Mm-hmm. And you need to let go. Oh, that's a word. Thank you, Father. <laughs> looking at me. But we that was know, a word for you because I ain't kidding. Yes, it. it was a word for me because <laughs> something I was talking about earlier. And it just, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lord. But anyways, I call myself being loyal to people. Like, you know, even people that did me wrong. Not saying that there's nothing wrong with me still communicating with them. Because at the end of the day, I still forgive them. But why do I still need to be attached to them? Mm-hmm. And that also is another thing with soul ties. 
Soul ties is just another form of attachment to a person, whether it be sexual, physical, emotional. That's a soul tie. So some soul ties are good for you and some are not. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it until after the fact, unfortunately. But girl, in the words of Tiana, what she's been saying lately, it's pruning season. Gotta cut them off and grow some new leaves. Is that what you were trying to say? I don't know. Mm, yeah, in a sense. You were saying um, with you being attached to people. Like, I don't. You don't necessarily want to shake them as a friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes in. I can, I can, I definitely can get that. Because, like you said, you call it being loyal. I'm one. I say, you know, cut them off. But that ain't as easy said as it's. Has to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, but that's when I use the Holy Spirit, which is my help, our help, and 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 pray. Okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to remove the people from my life who are not supposed to be there. The people that are causing me to live unrighteously or to do unrighteous things, or um, who aren't supposed to go into my next. That I don't have the power or the strength to cut them loose, but through you, I can. Mm-hmm. So either he's gonna give me the strength to tell them bye, mm-hmm. or something gonna happen and they're gonna tell me bye. I don't know. I don't I don't really care how it happened, long as it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's what I I found. That's always in a prayer. Only because mom would always be like, um, I always pray for God to bring the right people in your lives and to remove the ones who don't. So listening to her saying that growing up, as I got older, mm-hmm. I started praying the same thing myself, not even realizing the extent of what I was praying until I saw people being removed, and I was like, whoa, this really worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Dad always instilled with us to be selective with our friends. He always would say, watch people from a distance, and then from there you can see if that's who you yeah. are in your inner circle. So, and, and that's helpful, but, but in college... It, you know, I was elected with my friends. Speak for yourself. Well, to be, but to begin with, I don't make many people my not friends. Not as far as my relationship. So <laughs> that's not. I'm selective regardless because I'm like, I don't know. I just to be my friend. <laughs> to be my friend, you, I have to. I don't know. It's. There's a certain level of me you have access to. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't get access to that, so it's it's gonna take a lot. Um, oh, so they really wasn't your friends. There's acquaintances and there's friends. Oh, there's acquaintances. Well, I don't even know who you're talking about, but we ain't even gonna talk about it. <laughs> I'm just being petty, y'all. <laughs> Girl. Access denied. Access granted. I granted too many people access in 2019. That's no, not 2019, in the past years. Last year I did pretty good. Praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> I just be going off on a tangent. But anyways. Yeah, we're supposed to be ta- supposed to be talking about um, what no, relationships look like. How? So, my next question <laughs> for y'all is. Oh, gosh. Despite the obstacles that may come in our way with being a race. Uh, in a relationship because sometimes we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life that 
God no longer becomes the center of your life, as Tiana may say, or your relationship. So how do you keep God in the center? You don't forget that, you know, he is the center of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in friendship or relationships? In either or, I guess you could say. I know for me... Um, one of the ways that keeps me grounded is um, just when I go to work in the morning, I listen, I worship in the morning. Um, just to start my day off with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I notice the days that I don't worship or I'm listening to Summer Walker, mm-hmm. <laughs> first of the days I listen to God, so much smoother. And I've also been, we recently talked about in church as far as saying, writing down and saying aloud what we expect from God. So, lately, I haven't gotten around to writing it down, but lately, as I'm on my way to work, I say, Lord, this is what I'm expecting from you as of right now mm-hmm. in the present. So, I'll be like, Lord, I expect today to be a good day. I expect for me to get this, this, and this done on my to-do list for today. Something as simple as that. Versus down to, Lord, I expect to move out and have my own place by March. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm letting him know that I'm waiting with an expecting heart. But at the same time, I'm expecting it. But I want it to go according to his plan, mm-hmm. not mine. Because he'll give us the desires of our heart. But sometimes it's not his. So I just want things to go how he wants it. So I'm letting him know, like, hey, I'm waiting. Unexpected. So, how do you, um, what do you do to help keep God in the center uh, for your relationship, relationships, friendships, etc.? Um, I actually do something similar as far as like worship goes. I have to listen to praise and worship because, child, honey, whoo, my glasses <laughs> are a different breed. And, um, I don't know. Sometimes I, I literally have to like uh, recenter myself multiple times throughout the day because I just be so irritated. I get irritated very easily anyway. So um, I be praying all throughout the day, but mainly through worship and I don't know. I feel like music is just my thing, and I feel like. We hear this all the time, like, oh, you know, which I'm like, I ain't going to say I'm defensive about it, but I mean, I like to listen to other music, of course, but sometimes I'll be like, oh, I listen to person worship all week. I'm going to listen to such and such today <laughs> instead, or like Fridays, I'll be like, I'm going to listen to, who am I going to listen to today? Friday, you're going to forget about God. Huh? I ain't going to forget about him, but. You're going to lose your balance on Friday. I'm going to lose my balance <laughs> Trying to listen to so-and-so. Okay. I'm telling you, like, honestly, when I stop my routine as far as, like, my my morning talks, because when I worship, I, I pray as well. I'll be talking to him. Like I said, and talking about my expectations as well. But I, honestly, when I, when I don't do that, I feel, I literally feel like a drunk person. Not saying, like, oh, I can't do nothing, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm off balance. Like, what's going on? I'm lost mm-hmm. because I didn't start my day off with him. Mm-hmm. So it makes a huge difference. And 
I completely, um, sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't always do it or whatever, but I try to get back on track, cause, like I said, you listen to your other music on Friday, sometimes I listen to Summer Walker, and I'm just like, hey girl, I'm in my feelings too, sis. <laughs> What she said, what um, Jalen said, I want somebody to hold me too. It's cold outside. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. in due time, you know, mm-hmm. Lord, continue to prepare me. Because that's probably not a statement I should have made if I'm ready. <laughs> I thought about that today. I watched um, an engagement video. And you should be like, oh, I can't wait or something like that. I'm like, I'm going to stop doing that. And like, <laughs> for real, it's yeah, like tiring. And be like, oh, but girl, you just looking yeah. at wedding dresses. The girl crossing the pond, lake, whatever. I'm always, I'm always Air looking rings. at wedding dresses and decoration. But I'm preparing. It's not like, oh, I'm desperate. I need it to happen mm-hmm. now. It's whether it happen a year from now or ten years from now, I'm gonna be ready. My dress is gonna be picked out. Honestly, I my decoration. I'm gonna have an idea of what she I want. She worrying about whatever she planning for her wedding. And maybe she already passed the phase I'm at. But as of right now, my season. I'm praying that my husband is prepared for me, and I'm praying that I'm prepared for him, and I'm praying for our unborn kids. I already got the names picked. Oh, girl, yeah. I've been praying for that for years. I don't have the names picked. Girl, I got the names, girl. And I got reasons, too, but I'm not, I don't want nobody to This man is patient. He's very patient. So, you know. I'm praying that. Praying over his finances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bless them, Lord. Healthy. You might as well cook too. <laughs> cook and clean. clean. All right. Yes, sir. Look, we're going to be a team, okay? Okay. I feel it. I wash, you fold. Shit is easy compared to folding. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he going to be a dad mom. Must be. No, he not. You'd be surprised. You washing and folding. Babe, if you listening to this. You better come for your um your sister in laws. Girl, you better not come to me. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Though. I was talking to somebody, um, which I feel like this is a little off topic, but um, what I was supposed to say. Whenever you meet a guy who like does for himself, like I don't know. To me, it shows like um. A man, Part of a, a real man, yeah, like a preparedness. <laughs> Not a little like, boy. Oh, he actually does his own laundry. He cooks. He does this. He does that. And Sir, you know. if you still going to your mama house and she doing your laundry, <laughs> well, you better bring my laundry you over there too. <laughs> no, <laughs> issues. I don't care how much of a mama boy you, a mama's boy you are. You need to get your life together. You are grown. You need to take responsibility of the things that are yours. That's not your mom's responsibility. Anyways. Back to topic. Because, oh my goodness. People be calling themselves a man and mama be doing everything for them. No, you need to be a man. I help my mama out. But you living with her. (laughs) Sir, you're living with her. She's helping you out. (laughs) <laughs> okay, maybe 
maybe he waiting on his wife like he waiting on his no you need to you can move out on your own and get it together alright anyways before Tiana I don't know what she about well don't be trying to figure out look that's a whole nother I'm not gonna expect from you what I don't expect from myself that's important well then you need to move out and I'm about to girl you coming right back (laughs) no you don't know where I'm going I'm about to so now that I'm moving out sir Husband, if you're listening, you need to go ahead. I pray to God you already moved out. But <laughs> if not, now's your time. All right, because she only she got a year. You got less than a year to move out. Let me put this in. You better go now. <laughs> Pack your bags. Let me put this in layman's terms. You got to match my vibe. It's a vibe. I, I feel that I don't ask for anything that I can't give in return. Yeah, I'm not. That's a do lot that. of growth, Jay. I'm serious though. I'm not, but when I'm talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say when I'm talking about salaries, then I might expect more from you because you're the head of the house. Yeah. No, you can't. I don't you care. have to lead. I per- honestly, I don't care if I make more than you or not, as long as you can provide. You got that. You just gotta provide. But don't ask me what I'm doing with mine. God's still working on me on that part. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as he can provide, I don't think it's an issue. No, I'm saying finances is an issue, but it really isn't because all my life I've provided for myself. So it's not like I'm dependent, you know, mm-hmm. on you to provide for me. So you do have to have know how to manage finances. Yeah. So we kept. How do you keep God missing in I didn't say how. Oh. Y'all said, and then we just went left. Yeah, we did. So. Um, but for me, it would definitely be prayer and just um, creating space for God. Um, and what that looks like is typically I like to start my day, um, you know, with just. I, I do start my day with prayer, but typically I like to start with also. Um, just quiet time, listening to see, okay, God, is there anything you want to tell me or just me point out my heart to him? Um, and if it's not at morning time, just some point throughout the day, I will pause and be like, okay, God, um, you know, I need to hear from you. But definitely I have to start. Hmm? And don't disturb her while she do this. No, that... I don't know. It's something that I I don't even know if God can ever. I don't. It's something that I'm praying on, but <laughs> I don't like being disturbed when um in quiet time. That's I feel like very rude. It's an appointment with God, just like any other appointment. You wouldn't have wanted to my doctor's appointment and asked me to do something. So don't run up in my room and asking me something when I'm talking to God. That's all I ask. Yeah, just find on your door quiet time. No, but if my door is closed and it's locked, that means don't knock and try to come through another door. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they'll do. Oh, your door is locked. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good by not disturbing you. Like, no, you walk away. Yeah. But other I'm people like, oh, don't. I'll like, oh, the first thing I'll say, T, you praying? And she'll be like, yeah, and I'll just walk off. Because I don't need her to bite my head off. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
to recap though, um, so pretty much it looks like, looks like, um, for the most part, in order to keep God in the center, you have to talk to him. Yeah, you have to have a relationship with God first. You can't put other relationships before God, your relationship Wait, with God. What is that we're always saying in relationships? Communication is what? Key. <laughs> so the I, same thing has to apply when with your relationship with God. You have so to communicate true. with Him. You can't be like God seems very distant. Well, have you talked to Him? Because He's there. Mm-hmm. He hasn't moved. Exactly. And then, you have. <laughs> when and when somebody stops talking to you, what do you think is going on? They don't want to talk to, or they don't want to talk to you. No, you think they done with you, but you distanced yourself away from that person. And thankfully, we God doesn't do that to us. So we always have to remember that when we have relationships with others. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to you to discern if that's a relationship you need to keep or not. But, you know, you got to let God be the judge of that. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we want to thank Jazz for being on the show today. Thanks, Jazz. Thanks All the way from Indy and in person. And for speaking up a little louder today. I didn't know I was quiet. I think the last one was kind of quiet. Oh. And I want to thank T for being here. Because I don't know when y'all will hear this, but she'll be partying soon. And I'm going to be crying, y'all. Because I love her. <laughs> but um, I'll catch y'all. In 2021, I'm going to catch y'all in South Africa at some point. Yeah, when I come visit, we're going to have to record like 10 episodes. I don't know about that, but y'all might catch me a couple times. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for tuning in and make sure to follow us on social media at SLM Podcast. Until next time, peace, love, and happiness.